Welcome to the Point is to Serve podcast series. We exist to encourage you towards a vibrant and active faith in Jesus Christ. For more information about the Point is to Serve ministry, visit our website at thepointistoserve.org. Join us now for this week's teaching. John and Joel asked me if I could deliver the message early on this summer, separately, so I guess I'm supposed to do it. Um, And I said to them, I said, I'm scared, but I'm not scared enough to not do it. (laughs) So um, I've never spoken to adults before like this, only to teenagers. Yes, so... (laughs) Yes, so I'm just going to pretend that we are all just really big teenagers here tonight. (laughs) Um, Something that I'm really passionate about um, for our students to know, and I guess just people in general, um, is I'm really passionate that people know the message of the nature of God and how he is generous and how we can be in relationship with him and we have access to this true God and to his true nature. So I found a cool story. that shares both of that that we're going to talk about. But before we read this story together, I want to share the proverb we're going to be referring to. Um, And we're going to do something a little bit different. We do this in youth group. Um, So we're all going to read the proverb together out loud. So if you would read with me Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 this morning. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He will make your path straight. Perfect. Let's pray this morning. Lord, we just come before you, and we just say thank you for bringing everybody here and bringing everybody online, Lord. I just pray that you would be so present this morning. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak through me, um, and I pray that you would just open our ears and our minds and our hearts to whatever you have for us this morning. In your name, amen. All right, let's have some fun. So... I want to share with you guys the story from 2 Chronicles 1, 1 through 13. But before we go on to 2 Chronicles, I want to tell you what happens at the end of 1 Chronicles. So I'm going to call this um, the Kayla Living Translation now. They call it the KLT. Um, And like I always tell our students in the youth group, don't take my word for it. Go find what the Bible actually has to say, not just what my brain translates. But so... At the end of 1 Chronicles 29, um, this is the last chapter of the book, and King David is talking in front of his assembly kind of like this, and he's telling them about how he is gathering all of these materials to build the temple again. He says things like, I've gathered the gold for the things that will be gold, and the silver for the things that will be silver, and so on and so on. Um, And then he has this really cool moment before the assembly where he kind of just like praises God before them. Stay tuned. I'm going to be reading an excerpt from that at the end of the sermon, so remember that. But that's just what happens in this story. Um, And then the end of the book goes on to talk about how King Psalm is anointed as king. And King Solomon, did I say that? Yes, King Solomon is anointed as king. And that's kind of who we've been talking about all summer. Our series has been Summer of Solomon. Um, So I'm going to be telling you a little bit more about him today. And remember, Solomon is the son of King David and Bathsheba. If you haven't read that story, I highly encourage you to. It's in 2 Samuel. Go and read it yourself. But that's who Solomon's parents are. Um, So the part where Solomon is anointed as king is actually quite beautiful, and I would like to read it this morning. So 1 Chronicles 29, 
20 through 22 through 25 says, They made David's son Solomon king a second time. They anointed him as the Lord's prince and Zadok as the priest. Then Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord, succeeding his father David as king. He prospered, and all Israel obeyed him. All the leaders and the mighty warriors and the son of David pledged their allegiance to King Solomon. The Lord highly exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel and bestowed upon him such royal majesty as had not been on any king before him in Israel. Um, I wanted to read this because this gives us some insight on who this Solomon actually is. Um, and we really learn um, that this Solomon was like favored before God and he was royal and he was respected and people loved him as king. So then First Chronicle ends with recognizing David as being such an iconic, awesome king. And then the end of the book. Now to the real story, to the meat and the potatoes of the message now. So um, I'm going to be reading us the story of Second Chronicles 1. We're going to be talking about verse 1 through 13. Here we go. So, Solomon, son of David, established himself in his kingdom. The Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Solomon summoned all Israel, the commanders of the thousands and the hundreds, the judges and all the leaders of all Israel, the heads of families. Then Solomon and the whole assembly with him went to the high place that was at Gibeon. For God's tent of meeting, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness, was there. But David had brought the ark of God up from kirith Jerum to the place that David had prepared for it. For he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. Moreover, the bronze altar that Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, had made was there, in front of the tabernacle of the Lord. And Solomon and the assembly inquired at it. Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tent of the meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. Okay, what the heck is happening? So Solomon and he gathered all of the important people of Israel and said, come on, we're going on a hike up to the high place. So he gathered all of these people and went up to the tabernacle of the Lord. And as we read, this is a very holy place. This is a place that Moses and King David and these other people listed went to meet before the Lord. So we know that this is a special meeting place with the Lord. Okay, so if you tuned on on that, this is the important part. So this is where you can listen in. So that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, ask what I should give you. Solomon said to God, you have shown great and steadfast love to my father, David, and have made me succeed him as king. Oh, Lord God, let your promise to my father David now be fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust on the earth. Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people. For who can rule this great people of yours? God answered Solomon, Because this was your heart and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, or honor, or the life of those who hate who hate you, or you've not even asked for a long life, but you've asked for wisdom and for knowledge for, your pe for yourself that you may rule my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor such as none of the kings who had who were before you, and none after you shall have the like. So Solomon came from the high place at Gibbon, from the tent of meeting to Jerusalem, and he reigned over Israel. 
So that's our story we're going to be talking about. Um, I wanted to share this story because I feel like it's kind of a deep cut. It's not one that's really I hear too often. Um, and there are some really key things that stood out to me when reading this story about the nature of God and how we can have access to him. Um, I think one of the ways that we can have access to God and his true nature is to become a people who look like Solomon. Solomon becoming before the Lord and asking him for virtues of wisdom and knowledge is a testament to Solomon's heart and to his character. And I think there's something to be noted about this. I think there's an element to Solomon's request that looks like, God, I want what you want. And when we shift our wants and our desires to what God wants and to what God desires, that's where we can meet God, and that's where God meets us. That is where we can show the Lord that we are all in. When we want what God wants, we seem to be no longer focused on earthly things. This is a desire of my heart. I, I yearn so deeply to be so kingdom-focused that when God comes to me and says, what's your request? I can just look at him and say, I want wisdom, or I want what you want, God. I just, I just want you. Because, hello, if I'm meeting before the God, like, how easy is it to say, like, I want a husband, or, like, can I just have financial peace, God? Like, I just want to be healthy, and I want everybody around me to be healthy. And I just want to say that those are not bad things. Those are really good things to bring before the Lord on the altar. You should be praying about those kinds of things. But what I'm saying is how honorable and how awesome is it to come before the Lord totally surrendered and say, I want wisdom. Solomon went before the Lord asking for wisdom, and God was so pleased that he blessed him beyond measure. God blessed Solomon in ways that Solomon, I'm sure, wanted, but didn't outright pray for. So it was because of Solomon's faithfulness to pray for virtues and his desires to serve the Lord that God was able to be a generous father and bless him with riches and honor. The story of Second Chronicles is clearly a display of the kind of heart and the kind of character that is inside Solomon. And like I stated before, I think that one way that we can access God in his true, generous nature as we can become a people like Solomon. So how can we practically, you and I, um, have this become second nature? How can we become a people like Solomon? And I think that one way that we can is if we come before the Lord with everything. Another thing that we saw in this passage was the relationship between Solomon and God. This was clearly not the first encounter that Solomon had with God. Like, Solomon was clearly very comfortable coming to God, um, meeting before him, and there was this sort of rapport that was built between Solomon and God. And that's one thing that we can practically do. I think that we can learn to come before the Lord about big and small things. Like, pray about your parking spot. If you're pulling into the parking ramp at the fair and you're like, God, get me a parking spot close. Like, pray about it. Or pray about your favorite sports team winning. Um, pray about those little petty insignificant things that your first initial reaction is like, God doesn't care about this. But yes, he does. The Lord delights when we let him in. He just delights when we allow him into our thoughts and when we get to pray about the things that we think about. So if it matters to you, it matters to God. This kind of prayer life, this kind of trains us to let him in on every little thing that we do day to day. 
And even Jeremiah 33.3 tells us, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you many great things you have not known. So come before the Lord in prayer about everything. Practice this conversation with God. And if this is scary or kind of foreign to you, I encourage you to just start talking. This is what I do when I drive. I'm pretty sure like every single conversation I have with God starts with, okay, God, um, so just start talking to him. Um, and I think that that's one way that we can become more like Solomon. Um, if we let him in on the big things and the small inconsistencies, insignificant things as well. Um, my second thing that I think that we can do to become a little bit more like Solomon is what I like to call dig a little deeper. Um, I think that um, we can see from Solomon that wisdom and knowledge were kind of categories in his life that he needed the Lord to show up in. So what I mean by this is wisdom and knowledge were probably the root that a bunch of Solomon's desires stemmed from. Solomon dug a little deeper within himself and found what his desires had in common, and he came before the Lord with that. And I'm sure his prayers would have consisted of, Lord, will you please help me lead? Or, Lord, will you please show me what direction we need to go? Or X, Y, Z, whatever it was he was praying about. But Solomon sat with the Lord, and he dug a little bit deeper within himself and his desires and found the root of what he was searching for was wisdom and knowledge. Now, I'm not saying that this is a way to like, okay, I'm just going to speed up my prayer, God. Okay, this is what I want. This is the category here. I won't waste your time. Here's this to speed this up. No. Like what I'm saying is asking for virtues is a fruit of sitting before the Lord and in, in self-awareness and asking, what is it that I truly need you to enter in on, God? Another way of thinking about this is if we think about a tree, um, praying for possessions and for um like the life of your enemy and honor and a longer life, like the things that God told Solomon he could have been praying for, that's like praying for the fruit on the tree. But Solomon asking for wisdom and knowledge is a prayer and an ask for the roots of the tree. So when the roots, like the roots of your tree affect the way that your fruit grow. So healthy roots, healthy fruits. Um, in this story, Solomon dug a little deeper within himself and found what the roots he needed um, the Lord to enter in on. And that is what he asked for. So I just ask, like, what is the root of your problem? And what is the root of your desire that you need to bring before the Lord? Um, I just encourage us to dig a little deeper and put a little thought into it and spend some time with the Lord and not so surface level on these things, but find out what it truly is that we need the Lord to provide. So those are the things I came up with for us to become a, more of a people that look like Solomon. Um, now I want to talk about the things that I noticed about the nature of God from the story that we read. The story is a, like a clear, true testament of the nature of the God that we serve. We get to see God's full, generous nature on display in the story. God was so pleased with the posture of Solomon's heart that he said, Here's all this other stuff that's going to help you, and I'm just going to bless you on this whole being a king journey. God knew that he could trust Solomon with all of these extra gifts because he knew Solomon was going to be generous with them. Remember, in our story, God's response to Solomon's heart and his request was, you could have asked for anything, but because you asked for wisdom and knowledge, I want to bless you with possessions, and I want to bless you with honor, and I want to bless you with this honor that no other king in Israel has ever had before. 
God knew that these other extra virtues would help Solomon in equipping him to be a better king because that's the kind of God that we serve. We serve a God who wants us to succeed in our roles. God wants to bless us beyond measure in what we do because he is a generous father, and that is the true nature of God. Another note about the nature of God that I noticed from this story is that God showed up for Solomon. How beautiful is it that when we show up for God, he shows up for us. And that story shows us that about God. So now I'm sure you're wondering where this proverb comes in that we all had to read together. That trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not in your own understanding. Um, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Um, this is so like Solomon, isn't it? We know that Solomon wrote Proverbs, so he wrote this. This is so like him, um, and what we've learned about him this summer and what we've learned about him today, that is just the kind of person he is. Um, so this verse from Proverbs is the fruit of the kind of relationship that Solomon had with God, and it is 100% so accessible to you and I. This kind of language is not out of reach for us. This is totally accessible to us. So one of the ways we can become more like Solomon is to take his advice that he lays out in black and white. So I say I think that we should read it all together to make sure that we truly know what Solomon was saying here. So would you please read it with me one more time? <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I think Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and our story from 2 Chronicles 1 through, yes, Chronicles, sorry, oh my gosh, 1 through 13 go hand in hand because 2 Chronicles proves to us that when we live like Proverbs 3, God shows up for us like in 2 Chronicles. God proves himself generous and worthy, and we have proof of that from the story that we read and we have proof from both our proverb and our story that God is so accessible to us. He is not out of our grasp. And that is good news. Um, to end our time this morning, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, I'm going to invite the worship team back up here. Um, and the worship team is just kind of going to play soft music. And we're just going to take a moment of silence to sit before the Lord. Um, I just encourage you to make this time whatever you need it to be. If you have some roots you need to talk to God about, or if this is your only silent time in the week that you have to connect with God, whatever it looks like, God is here to meet with us. He's here to meet with you. So let's take our time and meet with him. Um, I'm going to pray us out, um, and then we're just going to sit with the Lord for a second. Father, oh gosh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for being a generous father, Lord. And thank you for wanting us to succeed, Lord. We love you so much. We just say thank you for showing up this morning. I pray that you would meet us where we need you right now, Father. I pray that you would teach us what it looks like to become more like Solomon, to have this heart that just burns for you, Lord. We know that you are worthy. We know that you are here. So, Lord, come. We pray all this in your name. Amen.
Thanks for tuning in to the Point is to Serve podcast series. For more information about pursuing a relationship with Jesus Christ or information about the Point is to Serve ministry, visit our website at thepointistoserve.org. Thank you and God bless.